It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. This is a Spiva Media production. It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. Welcome to my show. My name is Cindy Liming and I talk about all the things that I find to be awesome in this journey called life. By sharing what I find, I hope that you too will be able to create more awesomeness in your corner of the world. Last week, I talked about the Danish word hygge, which is the art of cozy and hygge is spelled H-Y-G-G-E. If you didn't listen to that episode yet, head on over to yddoa.com slash 62. Huga is one of my favorite things to do, and this past week, I have been getting all hoogly like nobody's business. As I'm getting this content together today, I am in the midst of making candles. I love Yankee candles, but I ordered one in the mail, and the glass was busted. So I called Yankee, and they sent me a new candle right away, but I was still stuck with that large um, broken glass of Yankee candle wax. And there was no way I was going to let that go to waste, though. So what does a crafty one like me do about that? Well, you melt that stuff and pour it into one of the glass jars you've been holding on to because you just can't stomach the thought of putting glass or plastic into the landfill. So that's what I did. And I've also been loom knitting like a madwoman. I just knitted the coolest pair of socks for a lucky person to receive this uh, Christmas. And next, I will be finishing off a blanket I was working on before I ran out of yarn. The hoogliest thing I did was last night. Um, Haley wanted to have a movie night with her siblings and me, but McKenna, she couldn't come. But my oldest son, Christian, which was awesome because I haven't seen him. I feel like I haven't seen him forever. Um, he was happy to participate. And Haley created a hoogly little nest on the floor made out of blankets for us as the three of us watched Victorious on Netflix. Within a few minutes, though, Haley fell asleep, which I knew would happen. So Christian and I got to watch The Office together, all wrapped up in blankets on my cozy couch. And we had the candles lit, and soon enough, Christian was asleep too. I got my loom out and started knitting away as I thanked the Lord for my two little blessings who were all snuggled around me. And it was really great. And I would love to know how you've been getting hoogly. I have also realized in my analytics that I have listeners all around the world, so it may not be fall for you. Um, but according to the latest book I just read on Audible called The Little Book of Huga, you can really huga all year round. So those of you in Australia, I think you're starting to head into your spring season. 
but let us know how you're getting your huga on on the in the Facebook group by going to www.facebook.com slash group slash YDDOA. Let's dive into today's topic, which is Christmas gift ideas. And I know there's a lot of lists out there with different Christmas gift ideas, but I'm going to bet that you probably haven't heard of all of these gifts that I have um, (laughs) in my mind. Um, So you might be thinking, why is she already talking about Christmas? Thanksgiving hasn't even happened yet. Well, after spending many, many years scrambling around at the last minute, I thought I'd better get a game plan put into action now that it's officially November. And you guys know I love crafting, so I make a lot of my gifts. And it saves me money too. And actually, I should have probably gotten started a little bit sooner than I have. In addition to giving to my family, I also love to give a little something to the volunteers that serve in the children's ministry at my church. And I like to give things to the bus driver and the teachers and coaches and things like that. So, But if you're a uh, Montrose Zion Children's Ministry volunteer and you're listening to this, then uh, you'll have to close your ears when I get to that part or you won't be surprised. Or actually, I'll try to say different things and then you'll have to guess what it might be that you might be getting this year for Christmas from me. But anyway, I wanted to break these gift ideas down into categories. So um, the first category is to buy experiences instead of stuff. Now, I'm very much into trying to declutter my home, and I have a very long way to go. So I I feel like I'm decluttering constantly (laughs) and I still haven't really made a dent in anything, but it's better than not decluttering at all because I can't imagine what this house would look like if I never decluttered, but um, but I'm trying to stay away from buying more stuff and go for buying experiences for my kids. Now, I am going to buy some stuff, but um, I'm going to try to buy less stuff and more experiences, so... Um, so one of the things I'm thinking about buying is uh, my son is dating now, so I think I'm going to get him some gift cards to restaurants to offset the cost of dating. And I'm pretty sure he's not going to listen to this, and he probably already knows I'm going to get him gift cards anyway, But um, and I'm almost certain that my kids don't listen to my podcast. I'm assuming it's because I already talk about my contact content with them all the time, so why would they bother listening? Plus, what child wants to listen to their own mother talk? Um, however, if they catch wind that I'm talking about Christmas gifts, they may listen. I doubt it. But if you are a friend of one of my kids, shh, try to keep this a secret. I know you're out there, and I know some of you are listeners. But anyway, um, if you have a teen who is dating, a few gift cards to some restaurants might make for a nice gift. I know that our teens love Starbucks, so you really can't lose with that one. Another experience that I'm probably going to purchase would be a spa day or just a mani-pedi or both. And this would be a great gift for my daughters. And um, you could pretty much get this for any girl at any age. So like Haley's eight and um, she's been getting manis and petties with McKenna and me since she was about six. And she really loves it. And just like just this past year, I've actually let her get a full-blown pedicure. And it's so cute because she goes around and she tells people that she got her toes done by a trained professional. 
And I really love doing this with my girls. And guys, you know the woman in your life would love this. Um, an experience for a younger child, it's, I guess, I mean, I look at it as an experience. So like my daughter Haley is eight and um, you could buy like a, a loom knitting set. And I know I keep talking about this, but you really have to give this a try. Like look it up on YouTube or Pinterest. Um, loom knitting is very addictive. I've been taking it to work. Um, because Haley has to hang out with me at work before the day starts, before she gets on her bus. And, and everybody sees this uh, loom and are always so interested in what we're knitting. Um, and then they want to go out and buy one. So um, I've had people already, like I think two or three of my friends have already gone out and bought looms because they saw what we were doing. And it's, it's such a great uh, activity to do. But um, I talked about that uh, in last week's episode on Huga, the Art of Cozy. And um, loom knitting, it's so addictive, and your child can really get creative. Children love to make things and then give them away to those they love, and loom knitting is a wonderful way for them to use their creative minds. If you decide to get this, don't forget to pick up some yarn, too. And I'll put links to um, the loom that we have in the show notes. And I put this under experience because it's something Haley and I actually do together. So it's not a toy or anything she can play with. She can loom alone, but lately we do it together all smuggled up in blankets on the couch. So it's kind of like an experience for both of us. And this one, I guess, kind of falls under experience too. Um, for the whole family, it could be to purchase a bike desk. I don't know if you've seen these, um, but uh, basically it's like a... It's an exercise bike, but it has a little desk attached to it. And we have these in the library at my school, and the kids really love it. And they're not really all that big. And um, while you work or your child is working on homework, they can also take a ride on the bike and stay in shape too. Now, my son Christian, he plays basketball pretty much all year round, so I'm not really concerned about his lack of exercise. But for the girls and me, we are not constantly in a sport all year, so we need something Christian's almost 6'9". I don't even think he could adjust the bike for those legs of his anyway. So this might not be for him. But um, And I have a treadmill in my bedroom, which I'll continue to use. But um, the bike desk is more conducive to working on the laptop, writing, or reading. And McKenna said that now that volleyball is over, it seems like she has even more homework. And she recently asked me for running shoes, too. And I bought them, but... Um, she finally ran for the first time tonight, um, which is kind of nice. But she keeps telling me she has too much homework to exercise, which is probably true. But um, if I get this bike desk, then um, she really doesn't have an excuse because she can work on her homework and exercise simultaneously. And I'll put the link in the show notes to the exact bike that my school purchased to save you some time from looking around. It's pretty affordable, too. Um, and that's the one I'm going to purchase for my family as well, more than likely. And I really love, it's kind of nice, like, um, walking by and seeing the students on the bikes and getting fit while reading. So now I just need to get rid of a few things so I can fit this new experience into our home. So that's what I'm constantly working on. In addition to buying for my immediate family, I also love to give gifts to my kids' teachers and coaches and the bus driver and the neighbors, just a little something. Um, and since I enjoy gifts, uh, giving gifts more than I enjoy receiving them, I have to be pretty strategic on how I spend. 
So one of the ways I keep the cost down is making my gifts, not all of them, but some of them, which is my next category. And some of the gifts I've been working on are homemade candles. And the other night, um, I made shower melts for the first time. And um, I talked about making homemade candles in episode 62. So if you want to hear about that in more detail, you can go to yddoa.com slash 62. But the shower melts I found on Pinterest, and um, it's like a bath bomb for the shower, but it's like more for like the aroma while you're in the shower. Um you can find these on Pinterest, but I just want to let you know that this was a Pinterest fail for me. You can give it a try because it's actually pretty easy. Um, I tried using um, a plastic muffin tin uh, for the molds to take shape um, for the melts. And um, and that was because my kids finished off these mini muffins. And again, I have this issue about putting things in the trash or the recycling bin because it all ends up in the landfill anyway. So I thought, well, I'll use the little cups um, as the molds for the shower melts. But it was a disaster trying to get them out. You're supposed to use silicone um, molds, and I use those too. And those worked better as far as popping the melts out in one piece. But the problem was I... I put them in the shower with me because I really wanted to try it out and nothing really happened. I like, I didn't smell anything and I put a lot of, um, essential oils in there. Um, and they're pretty fragrant and I, I still didn't smell anything even with the steam and everything going on in my shower. So, um, needless to say, it's probably not a great idea to make shower melts or maybe try a different oil other than lavender, but after that disaster, I found another recipe for bath melts, and those are made out of coconut oil and are solidifying as I record this episode. So I'll have to let you know how it goes. I just realized, though, this will force me to soak in the bathtub, though, because I always want to test out what I make before I give them as gifts. That is so huga. Another homemade gift would be um, things that I can make on my knitting loom. So if you're interested in this, like I said, again, I'll put a link in the show notes on how to loom knit and where you can get a set. And um, so one of the things that I've made so far, I mean, I've made a lot of hats. Um, I haven't made a scarf yet. It seems like I've made hats mostly. Um, I'm working on socks and a uh, blanket and, um, and slippers. And those are all pretty easy. Um, a hat can be made and a scarf even can be made in about an hour for pretty cheap. And then um, any leftover yarn can be crocheted into coasters. Um, but if you want to move beyond that, there are loads of ideas and instructional videos on Pinterest if you're looking to start a project. For example, like just today on Pinterest, I saw a remote control holder that can be made on a loom. It's really cute, too. Um and I also found a pattern on how to loom knit um, these adorable baskets. I don't. I have to look at it. I don't really know how to do it yet. But you can loom knit baskets, and they're really, really cute. The possibilities are endless, really. In addition to loom knitting and attempting to make bath melts, um, I also made pine cone fire starters for my friends who have a fireplace. And like I said, I had all that Yankee candle wax left over, so I grabbed a basket of pine cones and I dipped them in the wax, and bam, I have fire starters. And I'll wrap them up in a gifty basket and add a bow. And I think it's a pretty unique gift, and 
I literally paid nothing for it. I mean, I did buy the candle, but it broke, and they sent me a new one for free. So technically, these little bad boys cost me my time. That's it. And another awesome gift category is to buy or make gifts that are environmentally friendly, of course, because that is my thing lately. Um, a future project of mine is to make dryer balls. So, and you might have heard of these, they're like the latest thing, but dryer balls are made of 100% wool and you use them instead of fabric softener or dryer sheets. And there's a process to make these, and I've not gotten to this one yet, but you take 100% wool yarn and roll them into balls. And there's a uh, series of washing them and drying them before they're actually ready to go. Um, I'm struggling though right now to find 100% wool, but trust me, when I'm in search of something for a craft, I will find it. Little side story, and those of you who are close to me probably remember this, but um, I was in search of a wicker peacock chair the night before my wedding because I had it in my heart to create a throne of awesomeness, which has been a huge hit at my school. Um, I painted it pink, and um, and it's covered with fake flowers that I turned into a massage chair. So when my students are being awesome, they get to sit in it. But I thought my husband was going to kill me because I was so set on picking it up the day before a wedding when things were already hectic. And I had found it on Craigslist, Craigslist and um, I had to have it immediately. I get that way when it comes to crafting. I don't know why, but it was so totally worth it. So anyway... I'm now in search of uh, large quantities of 100% wool yarn for a decent price. It's a little harder than you think to find. Like I, I went to Michael's and I can't find 100% wool. Um, so seriously, if you know of a place that sells large quantities of 100% wool yarn for a decent cost, let me know. When I was a little girl, my dad used to shear sheep on my grandmother's farm. If I would have known back then how much I would long for 100% wool, I would have kept a stash for this very moment. But um, but anyway, one of the reasons why I want to give these dryer balls as gifts is because I want to spread my mission of being good to our earth by creating these dryer balls. And dryer balls shorten drying time, and I love that you can add essential oils to them too. And I did a little research on these, and dryer balls are supposed to be able to handle a 1,000-plus loads. So you can cut back on buying fabric softeners and use a more natural approach. And also cut back on your electric bills. So I'll put a link in the show notes to those two, and um, when I get around to it, I'll let you know how it goes. But this is part of my master plan to uh, become a little more um, environmentally friendly and spreading that message with my gift-giving. Also, um, under the category of environmentally friendly gifts, you could, and you've probably heard me talk about this before, but um, you could purchase uh, body products from Plain Products. And I know that, like, um, you know, lotion and things like that are popular gifts, um, but but um, Plain Products actually sells environmentally friendly body products. And how are they environmentally friendly, you may ask? Well... Plain products, shampoo, conditioner, and lotions come in refillable containers instead of plastic. Um, so once you run out, you get a refill, and you just um, they actually you send the bottle away, and they um, and you can uh, refill a new bottle, and then they just keep recycling the bottles through instead of throwing things into the landfill. So, and then um, my green fills 
does the same thing but with laundry detergent. So your first order of laundry detergent comes in a plastic container, but then after that they will send you a refill in the form of a powder packet. Um, and all you do is mix it with warm water and never purchase another plastic container of laundry detergent again. An awesome thing about these two companies is that I got deals for you guys. So go to yddoa.com deals and get 20% off your first order of plain products and get 50 free loads. You heard that right. 50 free loads of laundry from my green fills. And you can find these deals and more at yddoa.com deals. Okay, so my last environmentally friendly gift is, um, is only kind of environmentally friendly. Um, it's another form, and it's weird to probably give this as a gift, but just hear me out, though. Um, it's another form of a fire starter for fireplaces, but this time, instead of pine cones, I'm going to use the toilet paper rolls that I've been hanging on to instead of throwing into the um, trash. So, um... I've been saving my dryer lint, too, for just this reason. And I know it all sounds kind of weird, so hear me out. It's another Pinterest find. I haven't tried this yet, but you take the dryer lint and you put it into the toilet paper tube. And then you close the tube on both ends by pressing down on the side of the opening and then on the other side. And then it'll stay shut. And um, as I say this out loud... I know it sounds kind of chintzy to give away my dryer lint in a toilet paper roll, but honestly, I think anyone who has a fireplace would probably appreciate it. I know if I, if I had an actual wood-burning fireplace, I'd probably be happy to get this. So, um, And I'll package it up nice. I'll put it in with the pine cones, and, um, and I'll make it nice. If you, if you look at Pinterest, you can search up um, fire starters and... Uh, and you can see them all look kind of cute, so it'll it'll look cute. But, um, but I'll I'll post a pic on social when I get it all together myself. Um, so see, when I said inexpensive in the title of this episode, I meant it. But anyway, the reason why I say um, that this isn't totally environmentally friendly because of the pollution that the fire will put in the air, but I guess this whole thing with the environment is just always going to be an uphill battle and every little bit counts and um if anything I kept the toilet paper rolls out of landfill and I put it in the air instead that doesn't sound very good (laughs) as I'm thinking about this but you know what people with fireplaces though they're gonna light their fires anyway right so I might as well add to it and keep the stuff out of the landfill I guess is how I'm gonna I'm going to be okay with this. So anyway, to wrap this up, if you have a lot of people that you want to give to, you should start your shopping or creating now. Um, Keep the stuff to a minimum and buy experiences instead. Get a knitting loom and make an endless amount of adorable and thoughtful and useful gifts while getting your hygge on. Maybe throw your own fireplace on. I have one of those ones that you turn the switch on and it comes on. Maybe I'll do that soon as it gets colder. And uh, and get some environmentally friendly gifts by um, getting some sweet deals on my website at yddoa.com deals. 
So I hope my episode on inexpensive and useful gifts was helpful to you. And I'll post some of my handmade gifts um, in my Facebook group and on Instagram. So follow me on Instagram if you aren't already at your DD of Awesome. And you can also find me on Twitter at Cindy Liming. Cindy is spelled C-Y-N-D-I. Liming is L-I-M-I-N-G. Now go out there and enjoy this season of giving. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.